This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, hello and welcome to the program. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few moments, Dr. Bobby Birdie from BC Perio will join us with tall tales of world travels, giving lectures over the summer, and an update on the very latest in dental techniques. But first, here are some of the top stories we're working on this week. And we begin with a predictable consequence to last week's big story about the security breach involving half the adult population of the U.S. and millions across the world, including including Canadians at credit reporting agency Equifax. And those consequences this week? Scams. If someone calls you claiming to be from Equifax and wanting to verify your account, do not reply. It's a scam. In Washington this week, the Federal Trade Commission posted a consumer fraud alert warning American customers that Equifax is not trying to call you despite what the person on the phone says. The advice is simple. Don't tell them anything. Don't press any buttons. Hang up quickly. It's a scam. Equifax will not call people out of the blue. The advice crosses all borders, and consumers are asked to connect with the FTC website and report any such calls, as the information will help to eventually catch these weasels and see them sent to jail. The Privacy Commissioner of Canada is also now involved as of yesterday and says Equifax will notify affected Canadians in writing. They will not call you if some Someone calls you claiming to be from Equifax. Do not reply. Hang up. It's a scam. There's a new study out this week that may offer some relief to allergy sufferers, and this one isn't new. In fact, it sounds like the approach of last resort of only a few years ago. Currently, the process for food allergy testing follows this path. Skin prick test, then a blood test, then a food challenge, where the potential allergen is literally eaten to see the reaction it causes, often in a hospital setting. And while there's no suggestion that those first steps should be discarded, this study, the new one, shows that those oral tests could be done in non-research settings like a doctor's office, providing definitive answers sooner for patients who might be suffering and putting themselves at unnecessary risk. It's important to have an accurate diagnosis of food allergy so an allergist can make a clear recommendation as to what foods you need to keep out of your diet, says the study's senior author. There's also the more positive side of things, which is knowing exactly what you can and can't eat. And that can help target what will work for you. And all of this, of course, while new developments are coming along. And we told you last week about a recent study out of Australia, which saw researchers keeping kids' peanut allergies away for four years by combining a probiotic with a common peanut protein. And that's another example of big developments. Regardless, if you're at all concerned about something in your diet is affecting you negatively, the study team recommends get it checked out sooner rather than later. The most common allergens are milk, soy, wheat, peanut, shellfish, eggs, sesame, and tree nuts. Uh, those tests to see which is most bothersome to you could literally save your life and certainly make life a lot more comfortable.
In addition to all the usual back-to-school safe-driving reminders this past week or two, police across B.C. are also warning us that eating while driving can be classified as distracted driving and bring on a fine. The example used was eating a bowl of soup while driving, which could cost that hungry person 368 bucks and six points on their driving record. The cops call that driving without due care, and let's face it, eating a bowl of soup is very different from even eating a burger or a sandwich. I mean, you got you to hold the bowl, you got to hold the spoon. Okay, so what are you going to hold the wheel with, right? Okay, the focus has expanded well beyond cell phone use for distracted driving infractions these days, but the primary focus, of course, is still phone use. Recent legal opinions include the right of police to fine a driver for simply having the phone within reaching distance. And as for checking your messages at a red light... Forget it. You're busted. The only way you can use your phone in your car legally, beyond the obvious hands-free applications, is to pull over in a safe, legal place out of traffic. Period. The only exception is if you have to make an emergency 911-type call, and that's it. Now, we all know those rules, right? Nothing new here, except maybe the bowl of soup part. But if you're driving right now, For the next five minutes, pay attention to how many drivers you spot, just five minutes, doing something with their phones, talking, texting, messaging, whatever. It's still a shocker to see how many people consider themselves to be far too important to possibly observe such a stupid rule. Some days, you find yourself wishing there were more cops to write up the rules for fools, people, or at least take some more of their cash. And if you think going to court will see you walk, you're mistaken. The conviction record for these offenses is very high. Canadian retailer Roots is going public and is launching an initial public offering of its shares. The company has applied to list on the Toronto Stock Exchange under the symbol ROOT. Surprise, surprise. The price the shares will be issued at was not immediately disclosed. The company has more than 100 stores here in Canada, including their big one locally at Grandview and Boundary, as well as four in the States, and there are also partner-operated locations in Taiwan and China, as well as online retail business, too. No word yet on when the stock might be available for sale, but you can bet there'll be lots of interest, and we'll keep you posted, too. Oh, and here's a blast from your past. The beverage responsible for caffeinating a generation is back. Jolt Cola returns to store shelves later this month. The drink that used to advertise itself as containing all the sugar and twice the caffeine as regular cola, and it still says so on the label, is returning to Dollar General stores across the states first before making its way back here, too. Jolt first arrived in 85, and it had almost four times the caffeine as Coca-Cola and slightly more sugar as well, and quickly developed a fan base of night owls and other folks. Things went off the rails in 05 when Jolt introduced a battery can, which turned out to be an expensive disaster and literally put them out of business. Well, they're back and looking forward to connecting Jolt to a whole new generation of energy drink consumers. And talk about a predisposed audience. Don't say we didn't 
warn you, my dental guest in studio just lit right up when he heard, Jolt with all that sugar is coming back. Those are some of the stories we're following this week. We'll have a few more for you later in the show as well, and we'll have a steel report as well. Take a quick break here, and coming right up, Dr. Bobby Birdie from BC Perio with an update on all things dental and to take your calls too. Stay with us. This is Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. Sterling Fox with you on this lovely, warm Saturday afternoon. My gosh, the traffic in downtown Vancouver is just crazy. Dr. Bobby Birdie from BC Perio can verify that. He just uh, arrived a few minutes late. Dr. Bobby, hello. Welcome back. You've had the summer off. You've been traveling all over the world. Nice to see you again. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. Now, I, I, I want you to tell us about some of your travels and some of the lectures you've delivered, but you've just come, and Dr. Ron Zokel, who usually appears with you on the program, is presenting right now as we speak at the Canadian Academy of Restorative Dentistry Convention, which is underway right now in Vancouver. That's right. He's been, uh, right now, Dr. Zokel is doing a live procedure demonstration on uh, fully guided and real-time guided uh, dental therapy. So it's something where you're using computers to help guide, and so you know every every aspect of information of how you're doing something while it's actually being done real-time. And so it makes things to be much more accurate and also much more safe. So it, we are a, a testing center for that uh, technology in Canada, and Dr. Zokel has kind of taken that by the by the horns and really gone after it. So uh, he's he's doing a great job there, and and it's been a, it's a great meeting at the at the Cardup meeting this year. It's been great. And this is the largest gathering of its kind in Canada on an annual basis. Yes, isn't it? on an annual basis, but it's probably the largest um, restorative dentistry meeting. It's good. I, I spoke at the meeting yesterday uh, on on kind of on teeth in one day and and different types of providing. Uh, digital therapy to our patients, and then Dr. Zoko has been speaking today uh, and doing a live uh, a demonstration. So it's it's a great meeting. It's a great group to be part of, uh, honorable group. It's got a lot of great history as well, uh, and just a lot of fun to, to that's part of Vancouver today. And of course, it speaks well for BC Perio to have the two uh, or two of the team members appearing uh, to present at these international gatherings because you are very, very cutting-edge, leading firm in Canada, to say nothing of British Columbia, and people from all over the world come to hear what you have to say. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I was speaking at the, at the North America Symposium for one of the largest implant companies in Miami in August, and it's, it's enjoyable. It's a lot of fun to be, um, it's challenging and daunting at times when there's so much information. The industry, just like any industry, is growing so fast. There's so many changes, and innovation is is just making, uh, you know, in the end it boils down to the fact that it makes our patients' lives and their care much better. And so we're just, you know, at BC Perry, we're trying everything we can to make sure that we stay on top of it, but also implementing more and more digital therapy, more and more uh, new age technology, and really staying on top of the, not just, you know, trying something to just to try it, right. but to make sure something is predictable and something that's going to be very good and safe for our patients. Now, you've done, you spoke about uh, present, uh, pre- making a presentation in Miami last month. Uh, you have done a fair bit of traveling over the summer, uh, speaking to various uh, sized gatherings around <laughs> the world. What, what, when you go out and, and make a presentation, Dr. Birdie, what do you talk about? What's, because you are a very specialized practitioner. You hold more certifications than most Canadian dentists, period. Uh, it's true, and being, being trained the way that I am, it's it's unique that I get I get asked to speak on many different topics. It's mm-hmm. not normally like like everyone has like a shtick or a thing that they go and talk about. For me, it's uh, you know it, 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 I'm almost like a jack of all trades when it comes to these types of things. So it's a, it's a, it allows me 
to have a plethora of things to talk about and bring a lot of different viewpoints in when I do give a lecture, which is a lot of fun. But most of the time I'm speaking on, I would say, more, um, you know, very, very uh, innovative therapy, more digital. Uh, teeth in one day is something I speak a lot on. Aesthetic cosmetic dentistry, uh, everything to do with a dental implant. And how to deal with not just how to make things good and, and, and predictable, how to correct mistakes and, and everything else. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's flattering to be asked to do this. And, and uh, you know, I just look forward to the way that the industry is changing. It's changing tremendously, and, and technology is what's going to make the biggest change. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that we promised our listeners at the outset of today's program was the fact that you were going to be able to de- deliver uh, a, a bit of a, a little talk on the latest in dental techniques. This is what you've been doing long form <laughs> at conventions all summer. How sure. about the elevator version, Dr. Birdie, of some of the latest innovations that have just come along in the past few months that people really want to know about from you? I would say that some of the innovations that um, we're going to see is is the speed and ac- accuracy of in which we can deliver therapy for patients. So, and and to how we can be more minimally invasive. You know, before it used to be that you know you, you something is wrong with the tooth and we're going to you know we're gonna we're gonna make it we're gonna shave it down to make a crown or, mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, in in the end, it's, it's quite an invasive procedure. But now, with with the advent of of milling and printing technology, three D printing and and milling. Uh, we're going to see more and more practitioners throughout the world, dentists having that technology in their office. And so it's going to be very common for uh, you know, a patient to come in or someone to come into a dental office and you know, leave that same day with their final restoration and not have to wait two weeks, three weeks, you know, three months. Um, and in our office, I think you're going to see that more and more as well. The 3D printing technology that part is the part that I think will change the industry long term where we no longer will have to worry about anything else, but we could 3D print almost anything. Okay. And it's going to be amazing. And that's something to grasp that is kind of difficult for me to grasp initially too. How do you print something from nothing? Right. But uh, Especially when it's something as li- supposed to be as durable right. as a set of teeth for that's, crying that's out loud. That's right. About. So it's, it's amazing what, what is possible. You can 3D print a truck now. You can 3D print so many different – there's a building – in China, that was 3D printed. So oh it, it, there, there are things that you can do 3D printing. That technology is so amazing. It is going to change the way they say that in the next 10 years, 10% to 20% of, of you know, manufacturing of everything will be 3D printed. Now, you talk about more digital. So, um, the, the industry, the, the dental business is becoming more digital as time goes along, making for m- uh, more minimally invasive approaches and techniques to the to the patient's benefit That's right. and and comfort uh, is it because of we're applying more technology to dentistry does that automatically dr birdie mean it's going to become more expensive because you got well expensive toys to play with in your office you know that's a good question i i, I actually think that there's going to be an a, you know a cost for the dentist or the for the practitioner initially to get into the therapy but then afterwards long term i think we'll actually see overall the cost of therapy either stay the same or might actually slightly decrease in times the reason being is because um you know the 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 cost for the dentist to acquire these th- these things will actually be decreased over time as volume as demand volume right right and and when you're when you're also not just doing the work but you're also being part of some of the manufacturing i think we'll see that i don't think it's going to happen forever i think that there's going to be a great um, need for large laboratories in, den- in dentistry and and boutique laboratories in dentistry to really help with a lot of cases mm-hmm. but we're, i think we're going to see more and more um, of it in people's office. But we're also going to see, I think, lab technicians also 
um, you know, being part of the dental team in each dentist's office over time. Again, just to make the process faster. Right. Just to make it faster, make it more efficient, and also so that you have more control, and, and in general, so that your patients really do benefit from getting something. What is laser periodontal therapy? That's a great question. So it's on your website, and uh, it, it, it attributes you. You are said to be the lead guy on the BC <laughs> Perio team with this particular technique. So LANAP, or, or laser assisted new attachment protocol or procedure, um, is laser laser periodontal therapy. Now, the classically, when we used to do periodontal therapy for our patients. We would, you know, go in and, and patients be like, oh, I got that deep root planing done or I, I have to have peritoneal surgery and our gum surgery, they call it. And it, it can be one of those things that people worry about how painful it'll be yeah. or, or, or gruesome or there's always some, no one ever talks about how good it was. People always talk about how bad it was. Uh, you know, it's, and so um, the, what laser peritoneal therapy allows us to do is to be, as, once again, using technology, be minimally invasive mm-hmm. and utilize a laser to... Um, eradicate a lot of the, the, the bad bugs around each tooth, um, allow for the tissue that's diseased to be removed by the, with a laser around each tooth, but not actually have any sutures or, or be a real surgical procedure, very minimally invasive. And it's, you know, there's tr- a tremendous amount of research about it now, and we're starting to see more and more of it. Um, you know, in our office, I think we're the only specialist clinic right now offering this type of therapy in, think, in Western Canada, but it allows us to really provide something for patients that is similar in, 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 in how efficient or how accurate or how well it is done. Is it used primarily as a cleaning technique? Um, it's actually used uh, uh, initially for that, but also it's used tremendously to act as an alternative for surgical therapy. Oh, okay. So sometimes, you know, the, uh, it's not that we, can, we can't do surgery. We can always do surgery. But using this modality first may may negate or decrease the absolute need for surgery. And you know, surgery is always going to be needed at times. Of course. But if we can avoid those procedures and try to use things that are minimally invasive first, you know, I think everyone wins. Yeah, and you'd have to think the laser would, it, it's, it's pretty quick. It's very quick, and it's amazing how, how quickly it'll eradicate bugs and, and what it'll do in that area and everywhere else. Now, we, have, we have six or seven layers in our office, so we utilize them all throughout the office doing various techniques and you know they are great tools in the end everything's a tool you need to be able to utilize it to you kind of achieve what you need to achieve. Back to your 3D printer uh, uh, thing for a, a moment, because again, uh, you, you go start going through the BC Perio website. By the way, friends, it's BC Perio, P-E-R-I-O, bcperio.ca. Terrific website, all sorts of good information in there. And, and they talk, and I was just kind of flipping around last night, refreshing my memory, because I haven't seen you for a few months. Sure. Uh, and uh, one thing that sort of jumped off the page at me was decay-proof teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, of, of, you know, and, and I, I thought, gosh, that, that's that sounds really radical and revolutionary, mm-hmm. but if you're, ha- you're talking about implants, well, they would be made of some kind of fabric or of substance that would be decay-proof, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So a dental implant... You don't think about these things. No, but th- that's, that's the amazing part. People ask, well, you know, what's the benefit of a, of a dental implant? A dental implant being a little titanium oxide screw that goes in the bone that replaces the root of your tooth, right. and your tooth has you know, got a root like a plant. Now... The, it's made of titanium oxide or sometimes a zirconia blend, which is, you know, bases of metal or ceramic that, you know, bugs can't eat. Sure. And they can't use as food. So that's, you know, decay proof. Um, and then the restorations or the pieces that go on top of them are also made of various materials, whether it's titanium or zirconia or, or, or porcelain in nature or other materials that also are decay proof. So an implant completely would be decay proof. 
And like I said before, you know, a patient to a patient said, if an implant goes in, it goes in stable, it's done well, it's restored well, and you continue to come for your maintenance appointments. The benefit of it is going, it's going to keep your bone around long term. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to lose that bone, which is amazing, but and probably the best benefit of the implant. But the other thing is, you know, you're never going to need a cavity. You never can get a cavity on it. You're never going to need a root canal on it because it's not possible. I guess, yeah. Uh, and so those are out of the out of the ordinary. Could you get bone loss or perineology on? You could if you didn't take care of it. But that's what that's what the, we're here for. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's pretty definitive in therapy and and pretty definitive in the result. Interesting stuff. And of course, again, it's something that typically you just it never occurs to you. But then you start digging into it a little bit, and of course, it's going to be decay proof. Obviously, yeah, and what a life that must be to never have to think about cavities again. Mm-hmm. That that kind of relaxes uh, almost it. Even imagining it, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Need to take a quick break for the news at the bottom of the hour, during which let's open up the phone lines, Matt. Let's uh, give our listeners a chance to talk to the dentist here this afternoon. 604-280-9898 to Dr. Bobby Birdie from BC Perio. 604-280-9898. Your calls and lots more on Vancouver Consumer after the news. Sterling Fox with you this warm Saturday afternoon. The rain is on the way, so if at all possible, get it out and enjoy a little bit of a sun while you still can. Dr. Bobby Birdie is with us from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center with two locations in Coquitlam on Johnston Street and in Vancouver at 777 West Broadway. Dr. Birdie back from a very busy summer in which he and several of his colleagues, including Dr. Ron Zokel, who appears with us on this program frequently, have been literally traveling, traveling the world, uh, giving lectures on the very latest in dental techniques uh, to uh, rapt audiences mm-hmm. who uh, because you you fellows from BC Perio really are cutting edge practitioners you and you have the luxury of being not only able from an academic point of view to talk about these topics but you do a you're a hands-on dentist you have patients that you see on a daily basis this is this is more than theory this is practical for you as well Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, the, the best part of something is that it, you, know, you can dream about something or think about something with your mind and say, you know, I'd like to do it this way or that way. And then it's another to be able to actually do it. And, you know, our, our patients benefit, you know, just the, the timing in which we can provide therapy. Uh, you know, it, it's rare that we're not doing something in either one visit or one day. Mm-hmm. And that's something to, something to be said about that. And our patients are the ones that, that benefit. They, they benefit by... You know, they don't have to take a lot of time off to work. They don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, it's going to take me eight months, ten months, or is it going to be this or that? A single day is great mm-hmm. you know, most times. Uh, phone lines are open, by the way. If you have a question for Dr. Bobby Birdie from BC Perio, you can join us at 604-280-9898. Lines are open right now. You, uh, your website talks about something called All on Four mm-hmm. and Teeth in One Day. Are they the same thing or are they different? So all on four is a treatment concept that I speak about. Uh, I spoke about it in Miami. I'm speaking. I spoke about it yesterday, uh, and it's it's a concept that's meant to replace someone's entire arch, whether all your upper teeth or all your lower teeth, let's okay. say, with four or more implants, um, and gives you fixed teeth in one day. So we call that teeth in one day as well. But the the term teeth in one day doesn't just isn't just one thing. It isn't just you know we can only do all of your teeth. We can take everything out. We can do it for a single tooth. We can do it for a single front tooth where you get a tooth in one day. Oh, okay. It can be two or three teeth in a row. It can be multiple teeth on one side. It can be one. It can be anywhere, and it can be any tooth where we're able to place an implant and provide a tooth on that implant in one day. Um, and uh, you know it can be 
as, as simple as a single front tooth that you broke, you know, in a hockey accident or something. And it's as big as I've been wearing dentures for 50 years, which just happened recently. Uh, we had a lady that we treated on Friday, or sorry, on Friday, on Thursday, and she had been wearing dentures since she was 19 years old. Wow. Um, you know, she got the, it happens a lot in rural areas and lots, lots of times in, in other provinces. And, um, we gave her fixed teeth in one day for the first time since she was 19, uh, you know, on Thursday. And for her, you know, that's, that's, that's the best part. And you know, I don't use digital technology. We use digital dentures for it, which is amazing, which means that everything was done digitally. She only had to see us once. And the next time we saw her, we, we were able to do everything for her. Uh, so you, one preparatory visit. That's it. And what happens during that visit? Well, obviously, it's an important round uh, before so that, the application. And, and that visit is normally involves uh, uh, photos and videos and maybe some you know, and impressions, most times digital impressions and everything so that we have, we've digitized the patient, but also we've provided, we basically did everything so we have them here while they're at home. Are there extractions in that first visit if it's required? If it's required, but most times not. Okay. Most times we try to, we try to make sure that we can do everything that's going to involve any sort of significant dentistry in one visit. In, and, and that's normally how it goes. So the teeth in one day procedure, whether it's a single tooth or multiple teeth or a whole mouth of teeth, is most times one procedure one time. One of the things that I can remember from a previous conversation with your buddy, Dr. Ron Zokel, talking about dentures, and you were just talking about this patient you dealt with a couple of days ago, one of the consequences of wearing dentures, particularly for a prolonged period of time, is bone loss. So here you were dealing with a woman who's been wearing dentures, as you describe it, for 50 years. One would assume, Dr. Bobby, that there would have been significant bone loss over that protracted period of time. Was there enough left to work with to successfully do the implant procedure absolutely so and it, a lot of times people can be wearing dentures for a long long time we've and we're fortunate enough to have been able to treat a lot of extreme cases where recently you know we've had patients that have been dentalists or have been wearing dentures for longer than 50 years and we've been able to give them fixed teeth in one day mm. so it, it's possible is it harder the longer they've waited? Absolutely. It makes my job more difficult. It makes it a bit more difficult to provide. That being said, um, we still are able to provide it for everybody. And, you know, if we've got a graft, we'll do it. If we've got to do anything that's necessary to provide the result, we, we will try to do it. And in general, there, you know, there isn't a case that we haven't been able to treat yet. Mm. And uh, um, that's, that's important to us because we want to make sure that we've done everything we can. Use That's why we stay on top of things is because we want to be able to offer everything that's possible to our patients. We want to be informed as practitioners and as dentists so that, you know, when someone comes in and says, what are my options? Well, we've got a lot of them. And then we narrow it down and say, well, these are new. There's a brand new option that I just started doing at the end of the summer. And I can't wait for it to continue to get busier and busier with it so that at some point, That'll be something we'll offer a tremendous amount of. So that, can we talk about that first visit and, and the and the fact that, that you know everybody everybody that goes to the dentist and you know this because you are one is nervous as all get out. Dentists absolutely. make people nervous, Doctor Bobby. So when you get this nervous person in your office and it's a whiz bang high tech office environment, uh, which makes some people feel even more nervous. Uh, so they want to know. I uh, here's my problem. Here's what I'd like to see happen. And then as you say, you you, dis- you describe. The options available to this person to accomplish his or her objectives. Do you cost all of these out as part of describing what could be? Absolutely. 
So on the on the consult day, uh, when they come in for their no risk consultation, they come in. We um, do any any imaging we need to do to be able to kind of really take a look at everything. Sure. Discuss with you know the person that's uh, in, that's come in about what their wants or needs are. What do they actually really want, and what means the most to them? Are they, are they really after something aesthetic? Are they really after something that they can just chew with? Um, what is more bothersome for them, and and what are they looking to have done? And then we sit down and we will absolutely discuss with them what we think the options are. And after we've boiled it down to maybe one or two different types of options that they really would like to know more about, then we're, then we're going to provide an estimate. We're going to definitely provide them with the options. And they, they will leave that day knowing uh, what it costs, what it entails, and whether or not we think it's going to take how much time. Do people, to go to BC Perio to see you or Dr. Ron or one of your colleagues, do people need a referral from their own personal dentist, or can they just call out of the blue? Um, you know, we, we would love working with uh, everyone's family dentist just because we love collaborating, but no, no, no one needs a referral. Okay. And to see anybody, anybody to see, that's, that's not just for us, to see any dentist in all of the lower mainland or any part of Canada, you don't need a referral. But Regardless of how specialized that individual no, may be, you like can, you, because you're you, a highly specialized you can, practitioner. You can, you, can, you can call the office and book your consultation. It's not a problem. So it's like that for any dentist in all of Canada. It's not just anybody. So it's in the, And we're more than happy to, to see everybody, just so they can get information. Absolutely. All right. Let's go to the phone lines, because we did open them up a few minutes ago. Sure. Jim in Vancouver, thanks for waiting. Good afternoon. Hi there. Uh, I, I had a uh, uh, root canal years ago on a tooth and then uh, ha- have to have a bridge in my upper uh, left-hand jaw. Can't give you the tooth numbers and all the rest of the sure. info. But uh, So I had a bridge. My anchor tooth, uh, I lost. I cracked it on a, uh, an olive pit. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. It broke, broke that root canal, the root. It was old, of course. The root was brittle. Um, then they said they couldn't take the anchor tooth over because that was too close to a tooth that wouldn't take all the, uh, of that pressure on the tooth. Uh, that root wasn't strong enough. Uh, it just, you know, wasn't a molar. Right. So uh, I then looked at having an implant, but because I had had a bridge for so long, they told me I had to have a uh, bone graft on my jaw that it wouldn't be able to take the uh, the implant. Mm. Uh, and at the time, I was uh, uh, late 50s. I'm 62 now. Sure. So here's the question. They went and did the, uh, the bone graft and uh, with the implant, and the bone graft didn't take Okay. Uh, instead, what happened is they said the gum tissue grew in around where the bone should have grown in. Okay. Uh, so they had to extract the implant, uh, remove all the gum tissue, which, by the way, was pretty sensitive. Um, wait five months for it to heal. Went back in, tried it again. This time, I had a perforation in the sinus cavity. Sinus tissue grew down and around, and the bone still didn't take. Now I'm going for the third time, uh, and I'm waiting. I'm in the healing uh, stage right now, and they're talking about going in again, doing the bone graft again, um, and put me on a calcium supplement. So I'm wondering, is there are some people after a period of time, um, I believe Sterling just asked a question, after so many years um, and so much bone loss, uh, will your, is it always possible to regenerate the bone when you do an implant, or do some people, you know, the 1%, 
just not able to regenerate that bone in the in, in the jaw. That's a really good question, Jim. And yeah, oh boy, have you had some tough yeah, luck you've too? Had, you've had some tough luck, my Dr. friend, Bobby? Jim, Jim. I feel bad. I feel sorry for you, boss. That's 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 hard to go through. Yeah, um, I'm not doing it under general. I'm doing it under local. Yeah, no, I hear you too. What I what I would recommend is first off, is are there some patients or some people that we can't regenerate bone. I would say that regeneration of bone is something that's technique sensitive and also takes some time and expertise to complete. That being said, um, you know, in the to be able to to grow bone and then and then get things done, a lot of times uh, is it is it is it needed to be done three or four times? Most times not. Um, so a lot of times there's something going on uh, or something separate going on. I would you know I'd love to see it. I'd love to just be able to see what's going on. But more regardless, um, the the uh, the chances of of, a, of an implant or 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 a, or a graft working, it should be the same every time that it's it's gone in and someone's tried it. Um, it's it's not like statistically it's not worse if it's gone bad once or twice. Um, and is there are there some people that that implants have don't take on? Uh, it has never been uh, you know, shown in the in the evidence in the research anywhere in the world. And I've never seen it. I've yet to made a single patient that I've ever treated that we could not put an implant in and it didn't work yet. So, and we treat everyone. So whether from wherever they are or who they are, and yeah. like I said before, we've got in our office over thirty. Like Dr. Zoko's been doing implants longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. So, so we've got we've got over thirty to forty years of experience on this. Over twenty thousand implants at least placed over that time. Over okay. you know six to five six specialists. It's um, if there's a will or a way or a reason, it's great. One of the things that we do that's quite different in our office is we draw your blood before the surgery and we actually spin it down and utilize the concentrates of the good stuff of your blood and we mix that with any graft material or any implant stuff so that that one that goes in, you're getting like you know some exp- exponentially high grade healing, and that's that's really something that I that in our office we find makes a tremendous yeah. difference. Jim, would you consider a visit to see Doctor Birdie here? Uh- Absolutely. In fact, uh, I'm glad you had him on air today because that's, uh, I mean, this is perfect timing for me. I'm right in that stage where I think I need to get another consultation. Good. I I mean, I've got lots of confidence the doctor I'm seeing. I don't want to uh, say that uh, I'm being treated poorly. Um, You know, it's just that uh, a second opinion is always good. But I do have a follow-up question. Is there, after a certain number of times of trying that implant, is it, am I looking at uh, compromising my my jawbone in any way by the multiple multiple uh, good question so that's a great question i would say that every single time that there's some sort of a complication in the area whether there's uh, tissue that grows in or an infection or something any time that happens um you have a chance of losing more bone anytime right. so is it possible yes it's possible um and but like i said before we're able to place implants and get them to work on almost anyone so i i think that it's it's worth taking a look at it and then seeing. Um, and it's, listen, getting a second opinion, people see me and then see somebody else for sure. a second opinion too. So um, it's not. It's it's your right. It's not. It's not like you're, you're causing a trouble or a problem anymore. You're not cheating behind no, somebody's back or anything not. like and that. And like right, I said before, right. we're just here to help you. So it, it, any any way that I can help you, I'm more than happy to do so. Jim, thanks very much for the call. Yeah. Would you would you remain on the line for just a second, Jim, so Ben or Matt can get your phone number and pass it along to Doctor Birdie, so you two can connect soon. I'll do that. Excellent. Thanks very much for the call. Lots in there. But I want to go back to one thing you were talking about just a couple of moments ago, Dr. Bobby, before the call. And you were talking about uh, a sports accident or something in which a person, and this happens all the time. All the time. Football season's just getting started. Uh, So 
Uh, you know, when we think of implants, we think of that, you know, teeth in one day. We think of the, the whole upper or lower jaw. It's not always the case, is it? You do. You can lose a tooth. Yep. And the most effective, longest-lasting replacement method when you have that front a tooth knocked out by a football or a puck or whatever is an implant versus what the other option would be a bridge of some kind. Yeah, right? a bridge, a bridge, or possibly a partial denture or or a bonded bridge. Um, but an implant's by far the best, and the best time to to put an implant in ninety nine percent of the time is the is the place at the same time the tooth is taken out. So if the tooth is broken and it needs to be removed. You know, the person that's putting the implant in, really, it would be great if that person was the one that's taking the tooth out because you can do it in an atraumatic way and also then any any way that the, the areas looked or anything that we want to keep um, looking the same way, we call that the architecture of what's there, the best way to do it is to do it the same time we take the tooth out because then the patient only goes through one procedure one time. Sure, yeah. You take a tooth out, put an implant in right away, and most times we can give them a temporary tooth on that same visit as well. Okay. Uh, is this an old wives' tale? I heard this over the summer. Uh, child loses tooth yeah. due uh, sporting something or other. Mom gets Junior to give her the tooth puts it in milk sure. and has the t- they all take off to the dentist with tooth in milk kid and mom off they go sure. is that is is that beneficial to anyone you know it's not a bad idea there are other types of solutions out there ringer solution other types of solutions out there that are better than milk of course but really is it was like, a kind of an on the spot yeah, thing right he comes in the, he's bleeding the, I'll, I'll and there's my I'll, tooth i'll and, tell you one of the best things to do um if you have a tooth a lot of times is to is if if, if, if you see it loose and it's 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 popped out you know putting it making sure it's clean and putting it in milk or putting it in in if you've got saline at home or something that's clean uh, and taking it to the to the dentist right away is going to help you or the R, whatever you've got to do. Um, and sometimes putting it in your mouth is all right as well because just having it in that same cavity, in sure. that same environment uh, during that time is all right as well. With a kid, you worry about him swallowing. And of course, that, so yeah. It's scary, right? So I totally get that. But you want to make sure you put it somewhere um, that's safe and, of course, that's clean that you can bring it to the dentist ASAP. Okay, so she was being very practical and, right. and she was very quick. I mean, this all happened. I mean, they, they were gone within yep. 10 minutes, right? And yep. so, so a perfect reaction under the circumstances. Exactly, because a lot of the other solutions that are recommended, it's not like people keep them at home. So it's uh, you do, do what you can and, and, and get in to see the dentist as soon as you can. We're almost out of time, but before we let you go, you've got a new associate at the firm at BC Perio. Tell us about this young man. Yeah, so we've got a new uh, associate. He, gra- he graduated top of his class. He's he's doing really well. He's a prosthodontist. His name is Dr. Faraj Edher, and he, you know, he's got a lot of ties and from all over the world. He's already speaking. He's already he's just a superstar, and uh, it's uh, it's great. We're ex- we're excited to have him in the office. He's going to bring you know the level of the office just I think to to sky high. Just being able to bring new expertise and new blood in, and it'll be nice to have someone else because right now I'm the young guy, uh-huh. and and everyone else is older than me. So to have someone else come in and and to kind of fuel that fire a bit more and really progress things you know it's just it's really going to take our practice to the next level and and as we do that more and more it just makes it a much more fun environment and in the end our patients are going to benefit because they, they can be rest assured that whenever they come in to see us they're going to get whatever is the best out there and that's that's what we hope to do all the time that probably won't hurt you to have a young guy nipping at your heels that's around right. the office absolutely. either now will it absolutely bcperio.ca is the website friends perio is p-e-r-i-o so it's bcperio.ca locations in coquitlam on johnson street and in vancouver at 777 west broadway all the information the phone numbers the contacts the 
book an appointment, click button. They're all at bcperio.ca. Great to see you after a very busy summer, Dr. Bobby Birdie. And we'll get together again here at CKNW again real soon. Thanks so much. Take care. bcperio.ca. We're back after the break. Sterling Fox with you at 2.53. And once again, thanks to Bobby Birdie from BC Perio for an excellent update on all things dental. And thanks for your calls, too. Next week, we'll feature another update on Vancouver's red-hot real estate market with the agents from 1% Realty. Time now for the Steel Report. And today, Linda talks about fall food trends. I'm Linda Steele, and this is your Steele Report. As the new season approaches, so too does a new variety of food. Pumpkin spice is already everywhere, but there are some new trends arriving on shelves. Tobias Grignon from Edible Canada says that pumpkin isn't the only fall fruit that home chefs should focus on. One of my favorite ingredients that I'm really looking forward to, uh, which is about to come in in October, is quince. Uh, They grow in this climate very well, originally from the Mediterranean. Um, and uh, they're this incredible, fragrant, uh, fragrant fruit. If you're more interested in what's locally grown, we're about to enter prime conditions for some of BC's best local bounty. A lot of our local uh, farms, which have amazing squashes, uh, that comes from everywhere, though. Something from this region is mushrooms. We're coming into uh, absolutely beautiful mushroom season. We've got BC chanterelles, hedgehogs, uh, a whole bunch of others. It's a, it's a great time to be cooking in BC. Whether you like to try new things or stick to common BC foods, there's one thing we can all agree on. Everyone come fall always looks forward to uh, tucking into squash products and root vegetables uh, and really uh, comfort-based cooking. And it'll be the perfect weather for comfort food. I'm Linda Steele, and that's your Steele Report. Thank you, Linda. Steel and Drex, weekdays 2 to 6 on News Talk 980 CKNW. Couple more consumer quickies before we have to go. With overnight temperatures now dipping into single digits, it's starting to feel like fall around here, and some of us are already thinking snow and hitting the slopes for another season. There's no better indicator of the changing season than those big annual ski and board sales, which are about to begin. And one of the biggest is at UBC and will take place this coming Wednesday and Thursday on Westbrook Mall near University Boulevard. This is not your dad's ski sale and swap. The local pro sale is the premier event to get people stoked and ready for winter. New and used gear is available for 60 to 95% off retail. But it's also a two-day party that'll change the way you view preseason sales. This year's event features gear from an increased roster of pro skiers and snowboarders, an on-campus venue, and an all-around fun vibe. The event will host several local brands, production companies, and photographers. Think of a preseason party to get all set up for winter and save a whole lot of bucks in the process. There's a new online service coming out of Montreal that dog owners and dog lovers should know about. It's called Dog Time Community, and it's supposed to be a kind of Tinder for doggy dates that lets dog lovers connect with dogs available for walks all across the country. The service is free for dog owners who are willing to share the love by loaning out their pets. And for dog lovers, the first dog you walk is free too. But then it'll cost you 10 bucks to become a member. And then you will have unlimited access to dog walks for a month. Dog Time's founder says a large number of signups are students who enjoy the stress relief of a break and a walk with a dog, and many of whom, of course, simply can't have a pooch under any other conditions. Already, there are 
are over 80 dogs across Canada signed up for this service, 21 of them here in Metro Vancouver. And most of them are more fun than your last Tinder date. Google Dog Time Community. Yesterday, the minimum wage in BC climbed 90 cents to 11, I'm sorry, climbed 50 cents to 11.35 an hour. The new NDP government announced in August they would carry through with the wage increase promised by the previous Liberal government. Liquor servers will also have a higher wage at 10.10 an hour. BC now has the third highest minimum wage in Canada, but the wage increase was met by protesters organized by the BC Federation of Labor and their Fight for 15 Canada. Campaign, who say the province needs to increase the wage even higher to 15 bucks an hour. This campaign has been held many times over the past few years, and the protesters continue to say the government's promise to increase minimum wage to 15 an hour by 2021 isn't soon enough. Interesting to note, a recent report to the government of Ontario on the same matter said an increase to 15 an hour in that province could cost up to 50,000 jobs. For us in B.C., Eleven thirty-five an hour it is as of yesterday. And that is our program for today, which has been produced by Ben Dooley with Matt Hyland at the controls. I'm Sterling Fox. Join us again next Saturday at 2 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.